0: Hello fellow coaches, today we're talking about content and precisely three reasons, there could be more but we're talking about three biggies today to why that content isn't landing and you could be off a little bit or it could be off a lot either way, if you make things better it's going to get closer to the goal which is serving your audience and getting the right people to pay attention to you so join us today as we really unpack why content doesn't land And what to do to this week today to make it work. Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So... If you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market, and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Hello and welcome back to our podcast, The Visible Coaches Podcast. It's great to have you with us. So our topic today is three reasons why your content isn't landing. You know, sometimes there's some real subtleties to Getting a message uh, to actually work and people to respond to it, and we there are probably more than three. We're going to just take three today, and the three that we're going topics that we're going to take are context for your content, your content being broad, and how broad or how narrow should it actually be, and we're also going to take the topic of familiarity, when people respond to you and when they don't respond to you. And what causes people to pay attention or not? So, anchor, let's have a look at context because I know that you have a lot to say on context. It's it's one of your personal little rant moments, isn't it? Is that when people are putting out, you know, watch my thing, watch my podcast, whatever it is, you know, download my thing, um, and there's no context to it. So, explain what you mean by context to the content.
1: <laughs> yeah no it's definitely one of uh my favorite topics because i see people innocently fall into that trap so often and get and the, and the heartbreaking thing about it is because if you miss that piece you just create a lot of content a lot of content and nobody cares and it's really discouraging right and at the end people will give up in frustration and that's the last thing we want so what i mean by content a uh, context or give me a reason to care, as I call it. It's that part that it's like it's critical for us to put ourselves into the shoes of the person seeing our content, be that on social media and an email list, wherever, it doesn't matter, right? Because you have to think about like people get, we all get swamped mm-hmm. with like thousands of, of messages and posts every day, right? So if I come along and, and scroll along, and there it says, look, exciting news. Here's my new podcast. Listen here. Like my gut reaction is why? You know, I'm busy. Like give me, a, I will like, you know, it's not that people don't care, but you have to give them a reason to care. You have to help them see how it's relevant to them. And so I always say to you have to have what I call an invitation, Right? So you have to have something that makes this enticing where somebody goes, Oh, I want to check that out. You know, and I have loads of examples. My when when I used to p- publish my podcasts, there would be like somebody said to me once, every time you post a podcast, it feels like opening a new book. Right? I always started with a story, and it's almost like mm, you can't like a cliff, like you can't kind of not want to listen to the thing. And and the more content you want people to, to consume, the more careful you have to be with that you know i'll watch a one a a, a 30 second video you know you don't have to give you tell me a whole life story for me to watch a 10 minute or a a 30 second video if you want me to make time for half an hour you better give me a good reason and i think it's that piece that is so easy to overlook because we are so passionate about our thing it's easy to forget that for other people it's just one of the million things that float past them every day
0: it reminds me hugely of of when I'm teaching people frameworks for public speaking I think it's just another it's another version of communication to me and about how we set that up I I, you know I used to do a talk a few years ago it was that was around visibility is fine but you actually need it to be more intentional I think there is a place isn't there for actually getting the courage to be visible in the first place because you know we can get really caught in perfectionism and trying to get things right when actually sometimes we need to just get a first version of it and learn a new
1: episode.
0: Yeah. So watch out for that one. Um, but there's a, a space when you actually start to, if you're really wanting your effort to b- produce some fruit, as we're really saying, it's like if you want that effort to actually come out with some results, then that needs to be set up in a way that creates that for people. So, give you a practical example here is when uh, you know when I was helping people put a talk together and I think a message is just a written form of that or another version of that the first thing that I would get people to do is give them an overview of why we were going to spend 10 minutes together or as you say 30 minutes together or 50 minutes together in a talk you know for sure I had them in a captive room the difficulty now with social media is you haven't got them in front of you and they can scroll past pretty quickly. But in a room, they, at least they are feel, going to feel more embarrassed to get out and walk, walk out in the middle of it. You might have a captive attention, but you don't necessarily capture their attention. But to give them a reason or a context for why you're speaking to them and what they're going to get out of the time that they invest by sitting and listening to you, that I think it's, it's context. And it's also fundamentally helpful to people. It's, it's basically saying, look, here's the overview. Here's the journey that we're going to go on in this short time together. I'm going to talk about these topics. This is where my expertise is. This is, you know, why I'm qualified to actually talk about this area. And at the end of it, we're going to end up here. So it's a bit like this mini journey, even before you actually do the bigger journey of the content. So practically that can look like you know if you're if you've got a pdf if you've got a download if you've got a checklist or you've got a new something that you want to get visible to the world to to people it's it's that short introduction it's that short bit say in this first in this topic in this first podcast I'm going to be discussing x y and z this is where we're going to be getting to to people it really gives them a relevance and an ability to kind of go you know what I think that's That would be a topic I'd like to listen to. Straight away, you're going to get more results from that. So that's what I think we're really talking about when we're talking about context. And I wanted to give you some level of practical way of looking at that. So we weren't just discussing the topic, but we're going, okay, next time you're putting something out, think about that place. Like, Are you telling people where you're taking them on the journey and why you're taking them and why paying attention? is, you know, even to your 10-minute, your half an hour, your podcast, your checklist, where is it going to take them?
1: Yeah, because in the end it comes down to respecting Mm. your audience, like respecting their time Mm. and giving them what they need for them to make that decision whether they want to spend that time with you or not. You know, you can go and it's like you can learn a lot about this if you just go to YouTube and find the most kind of, you know, the most popular or the most successful YouTube channels in your, in your industry, you know, there's, there's like, we can put something in the show notes. There's a couple of of channels. When you look, when they do that really well, they do exactly that. They have like their 10 minute video. The first minute or two is spent explaining what we'll cover and planting little seeds to entice you to actually stay to the end of the video. You know, like that structure, if you apply that to all your content, you're going to see the difference.
0: And I think that's that's a really lovely place to, to end on because it's something really practical. We'd love to know if you try it out or if you want some more help with that. Um, because as you do that, you will also have to settle down and go towards mastering those messages and being able to learn to communicate more effectively through the channels that you're doing. And it becomes, let's just face it, it becomes less about us and our insecurity, uh, or even our hobby horse points of view, and it becomes way more about are we actually being in service to the person that's listening on the other end, and are we giving them something that they can truly take away and understand or think about or action today?
1: And I want to add one one piece, and I think, you know, because we promised three pieces, you know, Mm -hmm. the second piece was the, Be clear on the topic, which kind of goes very much into this context setting, right? The more precise we can narrow down what it is we're actually talking about, the the easier it is for people to make a decision of whether they want to actually check this out. You know, like live your best life. It's always like the good old (laughs) downtrodden example. It's probably hard to catch people's attention with that. Yeah. And the piece that I really don't want to go without pointing towards is, is what we call familiarity. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've I've literally had um, because it's also to help you sort of relax and be kind to yourself because I literally like last week I posted two posts that I actually repurposed from like two years ago, same post. Right? Same image, same post. Now, I remember, like, when I first posted that one about my grandma and, their, and her story, it, it felt like kind of little, like, you know, you had this little vulnerability hangover. It felt really quite personal. And the response was kind of like, <laughs> like, you know, like one of those balloons. It did not create the connection that I, I was hoping for with people, right? So now I'm posting the same thing again now. And that post is still going through like strong days later right and people responding and people writing to me and like really nothing has changed in the story of my grandma what has changed that a lot more people know me now i've been on linkedin for a while like i have more of a community day more people because you know if you watch yourself scrolling how often do you really pay attention to something from somebody whose name you've never heard mm. Right. So we usually scroll straight past if the name doesn't ring a bell. And I think that's a critical piece to think about how can you help people to kind of be familiar with your name, because that's going to help, like, no doubt about it.
0: I think there's are really two other great points. And it's absolutely we're talking about context, not making things too broad and understanding that familiarity will take some time so keep going don't adjust those expectations if it feels that it's not getting much at the minute don't give up don't give up too soon don't stop when you're in the middle of the of the hairdressers and you've got half a cut as it were let it take this (laughs) process right to the end so we hope that that has given you some some help and some hope today and we'll see you on the next podcast so take care take care
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches Podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches Podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you grab this episode's free resource visit the visible now that's the visible coaches podcast.com let's continue to embrace our introverted strength create meaningful connections
0: and make waves in the coaching world until next time